Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for September 30th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. This is actually the first message of the fourth week of the series. So this is part 16 of this series. And the title of today's message is Faith Only Works by Love, part three. So um, I've been looking at Galatians chapter five and verse six for a couple of messages now, where Paul said, faith works by love. And I'm, I'm driving home the fact that your faith is going to be strong when you're convinced that God loves you. We looked at Galatians chapter three. We looked at Galatians chapter four. We got to Galatians chapter five, and now we're in Galatians five and six. Before we get to that, let me share with you the two foundational verses for this series. They're John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. So the Bible says in John 1 and 14, the word Jesus became flesh and he made his dwelling amongst us, among us. Now we were able to behold his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus was full of grace, full of truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says, for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So the law was given through Moses on tablets of stone, but grace and truth came by way of Jesus Christ. The law was given, but grace and truth came in, in the form of a person and his name is Jesus. So since John wrote it that way, like it, it kind of lends itself to this compare and contrast. We've really been studying the law versus grace. And for you to really embrace your heart to God's grace, you have to pursue it by faith. So I've taught this before, but everything God does for you, he does it by grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved, Everything you're supposed to do in response to that grace is, is done by faith. So God's part is grace. Your part is faith. And we've been learning that if you're going to do anything by faith, faith works by love. So Galatians 5 and 6 says, Paul said, after teaching a bunch of stuff about grace and the law and all of, and how it's by faith and not by works, this is what he said in Galatians 5 and 6. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision, now he was really upset with people that were getting circumcised after being born again. He said, that doesn't make sense. Now that you're in Christ, neither circumcision avails anything, nor uncircumcision avails anything. The only thing that matters now is faith. And then he said this, faith works by love. And that's what I've been teaching on. Faith works by love. So what does this mean to you today? As we're driving home the point that faith works by love, I have six things to share with you on this Monday morning to set the tone for the whole week. Here, you ready? Six things. Here we go. Number one, many preachers, myself included, have preached against emotions. Now, I, I'm guilty of this, right? Preach against emotions, teaching us that we must rule our emotions and not our not to ever allow our emotions to rule over us, right? Now, now that point is actually valid. Now, I do believe that we're supposed to rule our emotions and not allow our emotions to rule over us. However, if we just teach that um, and, and never really kind of drive home the importance of really worshiping God out of your emotions or, or embracing your emotions to be passionate towards God in your pursuit of God and the things of God, we may lead people to temper their emotions to the point where they serve God more out of their heads than their hearts. And this is dangerous. This is why I believe many Christians today, in order to live by faith and, and you know, and, and what they believe is living by faith, they take like, let's say, for example, confessions. At the end of this message, I'm going to ask you to repeat something. 
And, and, and I would say, I want you to speak this from a believing heart. If you're just repeating things out of your head, but you're not speaking them from a believing heart, it's not going to produce anything. I mean, it's not, it's not what God intended, right? So we're going to have whatever we say, but we have to speak words from a believing heart. So I believe that some people have gone to the point where they're just doing things from their head and not from their heart. And this type of cold-hearted, mind-centered practice um, is not really faith. It's void of true power because it is more head acknowledgement than heart submission. And when it comes to the things of God, your heart has to be in it. Faith has to be more than just mental assent. Speaking words from your head means nothing if those words from your head are not coupled with a believing heart. See, what got you saved was Romans 10 to 9, that if, if you were confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you, you shall be saved, right? So you were speaking words of faith, but they came from a believing heart. So, But if you're speaking words from faith uh, of faith just from your head, and it has nothing to do with your heart, then those words are empty words. They mean nothing. They're not going to move you and they're not going to move God. For it to be faith, it doesn't just, it can't just be your head. It has to be your heart. Your heart has to be in it. Watch this. And then further, let me just pull this last point uh, and I'll move on. Not only does your heart have to be involved, but God's heart has to be involved. Your heart has to be connected to God's heart for it to be true faith. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So for it to be faith, it had to be something that was initiated, birthed in God's heart. And then now your heart is connected to God's heart. And you're saying yes in your heart to what God birthed in his heart. And then you go out and pursue to receive what God already provided. That's the life of faith. All right. Number two, faith is not about you coming up with something and then releasing your faith to bring it to pass. No, because the problem with what I just said is that you came up with it. You came up with the it. And if the it was birthed in your heart and not in God's heart, remember, your heart has to be connected to God's heart. So if, if the it came up, uh, uh, was birthed in your heart and not in God's heart, then that's not faith. That's actually just hoping and wishing, right? What, what you're doing is you're, you're just hoping that God will give you what you want. You're just wishing that God will give you what you want. You're trying to get God to give you what you want, but it's not faith. Real faith is learning to want what God wants for you, learning to want what was birthed in his heart, not in your heart. Number three, faith is not about you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. No, faith is about God trying to get you to put a yes on his plans, on things that he planned for you from the foundations of the world. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith has to be connected to God's heart, not, not your own. Faith has to be about God, not about you. Faith has to be about his plans, not about your plans. Faith is about submission and surrender. Number four, faith is about acknowledging the fact that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. Before the world began, God made plans for you. And so faith is about you seeking the heart of God so that he can reveal to you what those plans are. And then you doing whatever you're supposed to do in order to see the manifestation of those plans in your life. In this way, faith is about dying to self. It, it is about agreeing with the heart of God. It is about submitting to and surrendering to God's will. It's not about you trying to get God to agree with your will. It's about you trying to to agree with God's will. That's why James said you ask and you don't receive because you're asking amiss. You're asking it, you're asking for something that you came up with. He said you're asking for your own lust. 
You're asking for selfish desires. You're asking for things that you want, not what God wants. And you have to learn to make God's will your will. When your will lines up with God's will, when you're asking, matter of fact, this is not in, in my notes, but I'll just say this as, as, I, as I continue to flow. In John 15, John said, listen, he was talking about the vine and, 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 uh, and how God is the vine and we are the branches. And he was like, listen, let me tell you something. When, when, when you, if you abide in my word, Jesus said, John 15, I believe is verse, verse five. If you abide in my word and my words abide in you, if you ever get to the point where, where I'm in you and you're in me and, and my words are in you and, and you're abiding in my words and you're meditating and medicating on God's word day and night and his will becomes your will. He says, if you abide in me and you abide in my words and my words abide in you, at that point, you can ask for whatever you want because what you want is what God wants. And when you're asking, Asking for what God wants, you're putting a yes on his plans. Faith is about agreeing with God. Faith says yes to the plans that got birth for us from the foundations of the world. Number five, truly living by faith is about dying to self daily, about submitting your will to God's will, about giving God the first place, first place, the only place in your life, about accepting what he wants to do in, with, and through you by his unearned grace, even when it's bigger than anything you imagine, by his unearned grace, even when it's, it's is something like, oh my God, why would you want to do that through me? You want to use me to do what? And you say, yes, faith says yes, because God is saying, I want to do this by grace, not because you earned it, not because you deserved it, not because you worked for it, but because I plan to do it, not because you're so good, but because I'm so good. This is why it can't be done with your head. You don't die to self in your head, it has to be done with your heart because you die to self in your heart. And let me, let me close with number six here with somewhat of a personal testimony. I'm going to make it personal so you can see what I'm talking about, how faith works by love and how it's about submission, how it's about surrender, how it's about aligning your will with God's will. So living the life of faith means that you have to truly make God your Lord. Listen, look at me. If you're born again, if you've accepted Jesus as Lord, he is your savior, but you may not be living like he's your Lord, right? So, so there are people that are born again that said, Jesus is my savior, but they may not be living like Jesus is their Lord. To be Lord, he, that means that he rules. He reigns. He's on the throne and you're on the cross. That means that he's ruling and reigning over your life and you're dying to self daily. And so listen, this is how you're supposed to live. I'm a witness. Let me make it personal. I gave my life to Christ when I was 23 years old. The life I now live looks nothing like the life I thought I was going to live. I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm a child of immigrant parents. I came to this country. I mean, my mom came to this country in 1970. I was born in 72. I was raised a certain way with a certain mindset. And there are things that I thought I was going to do in life. And now the life that I live now resembles none of that. Once I was born again, everything was new, right? So now I had to learn how to accept God's will over my own. Even after being born again, there, now I'm going to bring my wife into this. Even after being born again, there are many things that Isabella and I have wanted over the years. And I'm not talking about bad things. I'm talking about good things. I mean, things that would, would glorify God or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about we wanted good, you know, certain good things. And we asked God for these things. And there are many times where God revealed to me that those things were not part of his plan. Not that they were bad things. Matter of fact, I saw him give it to other people. And so God would do something for someone else. And maybe we would say, oh, God, we want that too. 
And, and you know, we declare, we, we, we decree, we lay hold of that thing, and God will say, no, that's not for you. I did that for them. That doesn't mean that I'm going to do it for you. Not that it's a bad thing, but that's just not part of the plans that I made for you from the foundations of the world. And so we had to learn to be okay with that. We had to learn to accept the plans that were birthed in God's heart and not our hearts, right? Because when it's something that was birthed in our hearts and not God's hearts, he's not obligated to give it to us. And so frustration sets in when you're making a demand on God for something that's not yours. So you need, you need to learn to listen and be led of the Holy Spirit. To truly live by faith, Isabella and I had to learn to accept God's plans over our own, even when it was painful. Even when God said, no, you, this is not for you. Even when God said, no, not, this is not going to happen. And we ain't like, oh my God, we really wanted that. And so we had to learn to accept his will over our own, even when it was painful. But that's why it's about dying to self. That's why faith is about submission. That's why faith is about surrender. That's why faith is about accepting and believing and pursuing God's will for your life, not yours. And don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. I can tell you that I'm a blessed man. Isabella's a blessed woman. Uh, uh, so we are truly blessed. But my point, I, I, you know, I'm not saying, oh, woe is me. None, none, of, none of that. What I, my point is, what I'm saying is that the life that we're living is just not the life that we thought we were going to live. It's just not the life that we planned. Even after we retired from the military in 2015, we thought, I mean, we're walking with God. Like, I mean, by this point, we're preaching the gospel. We're walking with God. We thought we knew what life after the military was going to look like. And now it looks completely different. That's the life of faith. The life of faith is walking out the plans that God made for you from the foundations of the world. And, and, and not just to do it begrudgingly, not to do it with a... Like, you know, with, with, with a scowl or with a frown, not to do it, you know, with an unpleasant demeanor. No, I'm saying you submit to God's will and you do it with a smile on your face. You do it enthusiastically. You do it wholeheartedly convinced that God loves you. We have to know that God loves us, that he would never lead us the wrong way, that he would never hurt us, that he has our best interest in his heart. And we know this. We know that God loves us. So because we know that God loves us, we're willing to do whatever he tells us to do. And this is what Paul meant when he said faith works by law, by love. Our faith, Isabella and I, our faith is strong, not when we attempt to convince God to do whatever we want, but when God convinces us. When God convinces us that he loves us, that he made plans for us from the foundations of the world, that he can be trusted, and that his plans are good. So whenever God leads us to do something that we didn't know about or we didn't even want to do, or, or and we're going down this road, and, and we're like, okay, we're going down this road, and people say, hey, what do you, what's that for? What are you doing? My standard response is, listen, I don't know. I don't have all the, all the answers because God hasn't told me yet. God hasn't revealed things, to, not everything to me yet. But what, what I will tell you is this. I may not know how it's going to turn out, but I do know that it's going to be good. <laughs> I do know that it's going to be good. You know why? Because my God loves me and he loves me and he has his, my best interest in his heart. And so I'm living by faith, empowered by God's love. Faith works by love. I'm going to do whatever God tells me to do, however he tells me to do it. You know why? Because I know that he loves me. And and anything that I give up, look at me, anything that you give up for God, and if it was something you really, really wanted, and God says no, and you give it up for God, that becomes a seed. And the Lord of the harvest will make sure that you reap a harvest on every seed sown. What you get in return for that seed will far exceed what you thought it was going to be. God's plans are better than your plans. This is the life of faith. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your love and grace. 
I am convinced that you love me. The revelation of your love has changed me from the inside out. I am your beloved son. You love me just like you love Jesus. You love me with an everlasting love. I did nothing to get you to start loving me. <laughs> and nothing I do will ever cause you to stop. You love me because you're good, not because I am. You love me because love is who you are. So I accept your love. I believe your love. I embrace your love. I'm changed by your love. And I become your love. And with this type of love in my heart, I can live by faith. I will do whatever you tell me to do. I will go wherever you tell me to go. Even when it means giving up something I really wanted. Because I'm convinced that you love me. My faith works by love. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, subscribe, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. You head into this day knowing that God loves you, that he made plans for you from the foundations of the world, that those plans are good plans, that his plans are better than yours. So whatever he tells you, no, don't do that. I want to do that. Listen, say yes. Faith says yes to the plans God made for you and faith trusts God because his plans, he will never lead you the wrong way. So enter into this day with your heart open to God's love, ready to do whatever he tells you to do. And do me a favor, please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Let's let everyone everywhere know that God loves them. You have an amazing day and an amazing week. God bless you.